Hi, Emily. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too. This is a topic that I know is near and dear to your heart. We're going to be talking about volunteer programs. And I want to share with all of our listeners out there that Emily was actually the recipient of the Zenium Volunteer Award in 2022. So really important award that we give out every year to employees. And we give it out to one employee. And Emily won that award for all of the work that she's done to build out the volunteer program here at Zenium on our DEI committee. So congratulations again on that award last year. Thank you. Yes, the Community Service Award, I, yeah, I'm very proud to have earned that and hope that the impacts of that work are felt across the organization. Yeah, they definitely are. And with our clients, because I know you've been able to coordinate a lot of community service and volunteer events at our actual client site supporting the work that they do. So that's been great. Win-win for the team and the clients. Yeah, we love that. Let's just start by talking about why is this important to you? Why is this important today to be talking about volunteer programs in the workplace? Yeah, I think the need in the community is great, probably always has been, but nonprofits serving underrepresented groups or working to mitigate or recover um, environmental aspects or take care of wildlife or domestic animals. They're all working with really limited resources. Mm-hmm. So the need is great and many hands make light work. But I think that the need for the benefits of volunteering are, are really great, maybe more than ever. And that looks the, on the flip side, the wellness benefits of the mental health struggles that our employees are experiencing are big. The evidence shows that volunteering can be a very effective way to support mental well-being and self-esteem. And it, we It combats anxiety, burnout, uh, depression, loneliness, and Mm -hmm. it also encourages socialization. So these are opportunities to get out, meet new people, network, build new skills, try new things, and it can just be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Do you find that your clients that are building programs like this or even here at Zenium, that there's an impact on employee engagement in terms of people just being excited about working for the companies that they're at or changes to turnover and retention? What does that look like from your perspective? Yeah, I think more than ever, employees want to work for an organization that recognizes their social responsibilities Mm -hmm. and wants to be a good steward of the environment. And in that way, it increases the productivity and engagement and it makes people feel like this. It creates a sense of belonging. My employer supports my interests and my passions or the general desire to be involved, to experience community involvement and give back and does that in a meaningful way, then it Mm -hmm. generates that sense of belonging and makes me feel like I'm in the right place. Yeah. Retention, engagement, productivity, it's all there. Yeah, it seems you're when employers are trying to come up with team building activities or things to bring groups together, it takes away that sort of superficial planning and could turn a team building event that you're trying to do into something that has an even greater purpose. So I can see a lot of benefits to that. There's obviously an investment from an organization when they're building programs like that. What kind of resources do you find employers need to build volunteer programs? Yeah. You need a commitment. You Good need place to, to start. 
Yes, you need to keep trying, even if it doesn't gain traction right away. You need to be committed to it and keep the effort going. It's You start with a small activity or a small win and you build on that. You need leadership. So you need someone, an individual or a committee. It could be a rotating person or persons who take responsibility for facilitating the opportunities, promoting the benefit or the program, and then you need some early adopters, you need leadership, you need top-down engagement. So the more that leadership and managers are willing to kind of cheerlead for this and get involved and lead the way by example, the more effective that can be as far as organizing small groups and getting people out there. And then incentives don't hurt as well. Zenium has a VTO, that's volunteer time off. It's like PTO specifically for volunteering that they can use to Take some time and set that aside to volunteer and give back to the community in a way that's meaningful to them. That's awesome. So we're not necessarily asking employees to, you know, work your 40 hours this week. Oh, and by the way, on Saturday, we want everybody to go spend eight hours cleaning up this park. There's some flex and some give so that we're recognizing the time that they're spending towards that in its own separate bank that isn't PTO, that's not part of their normal hours worked. Yeah, that's one of the challenges, the time it takes to make that commitment Mm -hmm. to go and volunteer. So sometimes those opportunities are on the weekend and we invite our employees to go do the volunteering for anywhere between one and eight hours and then take that time off on another day during that payroll or that or within a certain amount of time to Mm -hmm. take that additional time off during the week and log those VTO hours that they actually engaged in over a weekend, for example. That makes sense. And some employees are maybe already volunteering. I know I am coached my daughter's volleyball team. And so as part of the volunteer hours, I was able to, I had to get off a little bit early a couple of times because of the way the practice schedule worked and was able to flex and supplement with the volunteer time. So it could be like the big organized events like you're talking about, but it could also be things that people are already involved in and, and already excited about, and they could still use the time for that, it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the that's one of the ways that you can make your program successful is make sure that in addition to facilitating opportunities and offering opportunities and aligning group opportunities with your organizational values, you can also open that up to individuals to align their volunteer time off with their own values. Having access to varied opportunities that align with varied interests, I think is really mm-hmm. important to the success of the program. Yeah. What about pitfalls? What are things that organizations should avoid when they're thinking about implementing a program like this? Yeah, it's the opposite, right? It's like not having a commitment, not having leadership, letting it fizzle out by not promoting it, not talking about it, not attaching it to your values and your initiatives for community involvement, and not having those varied opportunities and experiences that can align with an individual's interests. So it really takes making some noise and leading by example and sometimes putting your money where your mouth is. If you are Mm -hmm. offering that incentive to help facilitate and make that possible for employees to to take the time to go do that, then that's going to go a long way as well. Do you, when you think about programs that have, some of our listeners might already have a program in place and maybe it's not super attractive, people are not participating. I think our program has had its ups and downs. What tips do you have for getting that engagement or maybe reigniting 
and enthusiasm for volunteering. Yeah, I sound like a broken record, but it's just really leading by example. And for me, just I can talk pretty passionately about all the benefits of volunteering and just being of service. Being of service, if you are experiencing what many people are experiencing in the workplace and in life in general, which is anxiety, depression, isolation, loneliness, just a lack of motivation or just feeling dull, especially coming out of COVID and just trying to get re-engaged with community, just feeling overwhelmed at work and all these things. Taking a break from all of that to go be other-centered and to dedicate my time and my efforts and get out of my own head and stop thinking about myself for four hours and go physically or mentally do something else, something for someone else, it comes with just an immediate night lightness an immediate relief from all of the pressures of life. And there's mental and physical and spiritual aspects of that benefit that Mm -hmm. are instant and that build up over time into kind of just a, a well of resilience that really changes the way that we react to the world around us. And just Mm -hmm. going out and engaging with other people with a different lived experience than my own and contributing to something that I otherwise might not get a chance to learn about or come in contact with Mm -hmm. is also very rewarding for me. For sure. Your enthusiasm and passion for this work is part of, it's a big reason why our program is running as smoothly as it is right now. It's infectious the way that you talk about the positive aspects. What's your favorite memory or a good memory you have of volunteering here at Zenium, something that, that you've done? Yeah, we have a client who works in the low-income housing space, and they build not only build housing and support folks experiencing housing insecurity, they also do education and have events where they support moving people in a direction towards home ownership and generational wealth building. And they have a few events that I loved participating in, just showing up for those educational events where they're bringing community resources together and helping people achieve home ownership. And I worked in the kitchen and I got to hustle and just really move around in a very fast paced environment and (laughs) feed all these community members that were arriving to educate themselves and better their lives for themselves and their children. And then when they had a big community opening, when one of their large apartment complexes opened up with their community center and their huge yard and play structures, I got to go just observe and help facilitate all these new families to this community coming together and meeting each other and the kids starting to play together and put on games and host games and have conversations with people that were just starting to get to know their new community. So that was fun and festive and pretty rewarding as yeah. well. And it's just go show up. All you have to, the hardest part is just showing up. Mm-hmm. And then it's just really, it's just, you're just getting involved. You're just having fun from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's easier to do when you're doing that with your friends and your coworkers. And yeah, it, there's that camaraderie that comes with that too, that I think makes a difference. So that's cool. And it comes with new friends too, new friends and True. broader community. Yeah. I love that. Now, when we're thinking about building programs like this, are there things to keep in mind in terms of ensuring they stay inclusive and accessible? I think about like organizations that have remote 
employees and if you're providing opportunities for volunteering in your city where maybe you're headquartered but other folks can't access that like how do you take that into consideration and what should folks be thinking about yeah do take that into consideration <laughs> for sure yeah look at your population and look at how your folks are situated if you have people that are just in other cities and they can't come join your group make sure you're using a system that facilitates them again self-directing those opportunities for themselves mm -hmm. or even making the effort to look around in that community and put some opportunities in front of folks. And then based on ability, if there are people that really are not able to get out as much and go out into the community for whatever reason, get just getting creative about what different organizations that you volunteer for might need. Is mm -hmm. there administrative work or something else that could be consolidated into a bank of hours or a scheduled opportunity where other people feel like they could get involved. I you like know, that idea. Just looking at individual strengths. What are your strengths and what are your interests and how do we align those two things to towards a community effort? That's great. Any final kind of closing thoughts that you have for folks that are considering implementing a program like this? Yeah, just in addition to the employee engagement and retention and productivity, I encourage organizations to think about the benefits to their brand awareness, whether it's their marketing brand or their employment brand, the relationships that you can build out in the community, and the reputation that you can build as an organization for being, for authentically supporting, giving back to the community and being not just not just throwing money. A lot of situations need money thrown at it, mm -hmm. but we also need hands and relationships and connections and community. And just an organization can very effectively be a part of that community by supporting a volunteer program. Awesome. Thank you, Emily. This has been great. I know our listeners can connect with you. You're active on LinkedIn. So if they've got questions or want to hit you up for tips and tricks for how to build a program like this. I know they can find you there. We'll make sure that's in the show notes. It was great to have you on the podcast today. I appreciate it. Thanks, Lacey. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the guest's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Zenium HR or the host, Brandon Laws. The material and information presented on Transform Your Workplace is for general information and educational purposes only. Zenium HR or the host, Brandon Laws, does not necessarily endorse any guest, their business, or any organization they represent. Discretion is advised. Please work with a trusted advisor to find a custom approach that fits your organization's needs.